like, okay, I can't. Like, so I, I was in the car, and I didn't finish it to, to before I got to my destination, but I, I never picked it back up. So what the hell is that? It was, I, it was, uh, I passed on that one. Yeah, then I listened to the Donnell Jones one. Is that old? Nah, I was new. That nigga going there a lot. Wait. Hold on, nigga. When? Hold on, Ted. Hope I... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what? Pretty in the building like this. How it's going, nigga? Man, it's going swell. Podcast doing good, doing well. Getting new folks, man, every week. Blowing up, boy, hitting the peak. Look at his toes. Psych. Nigga chilling. <laughs> we in the baggy and we getting that feeling. Priest D with the boy the doc. And Tiffany, man, we the rock. We the poppin' every week. To the beat, boy, beat to the beat. And it's Priest D on the microphone. And tell you suckers, man, leave me alone. Just listen to my <laughs> podcast, hear what I say. You gonna know the boy from the bay with the smooth old accent, the two short rhymes. Man, he bring it straight every time, every week. Once a week. Got you straight dancing on your feet, Priest D in the caddy, man, right with daddy. Shotgun wide rubbing that babby. Mm. We, we might have found your lane. <laughs> we might have found your lane. Does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the first time you ever uh Oh man. She she lucky she came through. I ain't gonna wild out like last time. No. But she lucky. Alright. Well, what's up? This is Dr. IJ. It's your boy Priest D. Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. I thought I had a minute. <laughs> it was my turn. I hit him. What's up? It's your girl, Tiffany, and welcome to Dudes and a Chick. Man, what's been going on with you, dog? I ain't, I, I ain't holla at you all week, I feel like. Yeah, I ain't even been in sack all week, bro. <laughs> you been uh, out of town? Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah after, uh, after our last session, man, I left. Oh, for real? Yeah. Where you go? I end up having to go uh, out to Arizona for a few days. And then uh, I've been in the Bay um, babysitting for my mom for the last couple of days. So, nigga just been busy. Moving and grooving. Man, trying to trying to stay up. Trying to be a self-made millionaire. Oh, my gosh. Dog. What, why is Tip entertaining her, man? Man, because that's her, that's her baby. You know what I'm saying? She got to entertain her baby. She was quiet. You the one that brought her into it. Don't come back up here, Doc. She feel like she part of the show now. You know what I mean? It's been popping with you, too. Mm. I don't even know. I feel like I've been moving, but I don't really can't tell you what I've been doing. <laughs> hey, I promise, man. It, it feel like we don't be sitting down. Like we be on, like yeah, y'all stay moving. Yeah, well, like what day is it again? Right. Oh man, um, I could tell you something we did. Um, Twenty dollars Tuesdays. Oh yes. Yeah, sure. Oh y'all still keeping that up? Yeah, huh? man. Trying to, man. Trying to. I um, I saved some bread this time. I was like, man, I, I up actually I spent six dollars. Mhm. Yep, I spent six dollars. I went and got a uh, inner tool for my <clears> bike. And you know, the girl say, I just want time. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. kick it. That explains wanna, the bike I ride, said, huh? I said, <laughs> hey, let's go take a bike ride. Okay. Let's, let's ride around for like 30, 40 minutes. And just, I see you. Hey, it felt hella good out there. It too. Was, I see you. It was just, nice outside last yeah, night. Yeah, we just yeah. mobbed around for like 30, 40 minutes. Just kicked it. 
Yeah, nah, nah. At nah, the nah. neighborhood. It was cool, too. Like, I ain't mad. I just chopped it up one-on-one, no kids around, just two big kids having fun. Hey, that's cool. It, it, that answers one of my questions, though, because uh, when I seen it, I was like, man, I hope they didn't come by the house and I ain't there. <laughs> but now that I know it was $20 Tuesday date, I know y'all just scooted on past me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, did, we did hit your block. That's like a funny. Dang. On the way back. Yeah, I did. Now, if I don't see your car parked out there, I'll be like, damn, where, this, where you at? Yeah, man. I, was, hey, I cannot drive past your house without rubbernecking. Like, he yeah, ain't home. I was in the wind. He ain't home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you do that? No. I do that every time by default. It's like, I'll be like that Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's funny how she said no. Hey, but sometimes I do that with y'all. Like if I'm you going don't even to the house, have to come this way. I know, so that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes I'll intentionally take the scenic route <laughs> just to see if y'all home. Hey, he's hella far away from his mailbox. I am. Where's, uh, it's on you the- know where you stop to talk to on the phone before you come in? Yeah. His mailbox is over there. Damn. (laughs) My mailbox is deep. I I was over there on the phone. I thought you was in the middle, like like you've been in the corner, like in between my house and your house. Nah, Mm -hmm. I thought that's where I was too when I first moved out. In the cuts. Like you're driving to that mailbox. That ain't even fair. Yeah, we And it's on the busy street. We is nowhere close. I said that too. Like when we first got our mailbox key, I went to that one in the middle. And it was like, nah, like that, ain't, nope. that ain't you, bro. <laughs> Keep going. And it was like, you need to search and find. And it was like, hide and go seek for a second there. Dang. We finally found it. And I was like, Jesus. Well, okay. No, my brother, you got to get your own. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so I do what I can, can when I do. It was popping with this TV. You know, I don't think I really have one today because I'm not caught up on my shows. What the hell? Yeah, what's been going on that's, in your that's, life? That's that's a segment that we're supposed to have. Like I didn't. <laughs> oh, that's a like like a I'm guarantee? like I'm waiting for like what the hell she finna ask us. All this right, week. well let me see yeah, if the, I can the pull minute, one the out. Minute, yeah, like, the minute like, you come prepared is the minute she like. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm coming prepared. I'm coming prepared for your segment. Like All right, now it's the Tiffany segment TV if I show. Can pull anything out? Let's see what if I want. Hey, while you while you thinking of that. uh have y'all ever met somebody that when you see them they're attractive, but then you get to know them, you like hella times. Hella this is ugly. the ugliest person in the yeah. world. Well, yeah, that's why. And it goes. It goes. That's it, why it, it ugly goes, people are cool. And it flip flops too. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. You can see somebody hella ugly, and then like it just blind you with their coolness, and you they Jay-Z. be like, they be like, dude, baby, hella ugly. You be like, yeah. so and so. <laughs> I just had that realization nah, this week. You seen somebody that was somebody that I know that I've always thought was like very pretty, and I just had a conversation with him uh, the other day, and I was just like, like she is not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> she don't do it no more. <laughs> you, hey, that was like you was better off never talking. Like, right? <laughs> no, nah, really though. That's how I was feeling just, to myself. I was just like, just, like I wish I would have never. Yeah. Never. I wish I never engaged. She was like, I can't wait till the next time we see each other. We should do lunch. I was like, nah. Mm. Nah, we should not do lunch. Like, because if I got to hear you to see you, then I don't want to see you. Dang. But if I could see you and not hear you, then we can do lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not going to work. I know. (laughs) 
I know, but I, you know what? I might propose it though, just to see. You know what I mean? Like, I might, I might do something like say, like, hey, uh, I've been practicing abstinence in terms of, you know, conversations, so we can have lunch. <laughs> we just can't talk. Dang, that's because like, you only use that word. Yeah, to sex. for sex, I've been practicing abstinence from talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna say that to somebody, dog. Dang. I've been practicing abstinence, abstinence from getting this soda. Yeah. <laughs> I've been practicing abstinence. So you're gonna have lunch with her in silence. In silence, like that's a like like, and then I'm just gonna come up with something deeply spiritual, like. But then she gonna think you're trying to um, get at her. In silence. And yeah, I was. Hmm. Now, if you tell somebody you practicing abstinence from looking at them, I mean, from talking to them, but they enjoy looking at you. No, nah, not not saying I enjoy looking at you. Just saying, you know, I'm trying to get in touch with my inner self. You should get one of those bowls that when you tap it, it ding. Wow. So she'll really think that you're really like exactly. <laughs> and, and then I'm, I'm gonna say, so I've been trying to clear, you know, declutter myself from worldly things mm. so i gotta make it sound good so i'm gonna be like so my i spend my lunch breaks in silence no you're cell welcome phone. to join me if you like you know what i mean one of those no music Can just I, in my thoughts i got you gotta be my homie i could do that with a homie like like if i knew that you got me on something or like say if you like let's go to lunch i got you but um i just want to let you know before i go I don't talk on my lunch. I go in a zen type place and I just sit there and eat lunch. I'll be like, nigga, I'm going to try that with you. <laughs> Where you do that at? Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's try it. Let's go. Right. Like, I'll be like, what's up? So so if I was that chick, I might buy that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm going to try it. I, I mean, provided front. that she never, ever hears this episode. <laughs> or I just got to do it before Monday. How do you know, yeah. she, how do you know that? Oh, because you would tell her the silent thing. Okay. Your wife don't care you go to lunch with chicks? Nah. Nah. That's mm. a, that's it seems like that's you gotta do that in your type of profession. I, I was about to say, like, I work with eighty percent women. So mm. to put a restriction on me going to lunch with a woman. Why does he have to go to work to lunch with his colleagues? I've been to lunch with a colleague before. I mean, I but, work in a very. That's not what I asked. What, you say? Environment. <laughs> what did you say? I said, why does he have to go to lunch with them? It's the people that you with. You around your you around your coworkers more than you are with your family, wife, and all that. You with them like 10, 12 hours a day. Is that your case as a professor? Uh, in terms of with my colleagues? Yeah. Like, no, nah, I'm not with my colleagues a lot. So, like an opportunity to get coffee. Or go to lunch or something. Those are like valued opportunities because we work in isolation so much. Mm-hmm. So it is especially for me because I'm so far away from all my colleagues. So when whenever I go to the main campus, oh, they all live out there. Yeah. So whenever I go to the main campus, it's always like, hey, since you're here for only like forty eight hours. Like, do you want to come over for dinner? Do you want to do lunch? Do you want to catch coffee? Like, they all be trying to, like, just get that one-on-one time, pick my brain. You know what I'm saying? We just build community and go from there. So, but it'll never be any any 
I've told Nicole this before because I've had students that uh, have had crushes on me. So how any you, how you handle that? Yeah, so I'm gonna say anybody who is who is a danger, I steer clear of. How do you know? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd, it'd be obvious. It'd be obvious. What they be doing? It's just it's just the way. Way they approach you, the way they talk to you. Okay, it's a little like different. I was. So it's very different at NAU. But like when I was at Davis, like if somebody, you know, what I'm saying was lightweight feeling me, <clears> then <throat> all of a sudden they'd be asking what my office hours are. Do you think if you wore a wedding ring that that wouldn't happen? No, nah, I think it would probably be more. Mm. I, I I think I think the common misconception is that women respect. A wedding ring. It's the exact opposite. I think it's the exact opposite. I do too. Not always. If if, if it wasn't the exact opposite, but it the be wedding so ring isn't just for the other people. It could also be a reminder for yourself. It could. No, I'm just saying. Like we talk, but we're not talking about for self. We talking about for. I think the fact that I gotta come home every day is a reminder for myself. <laughs> no, I'm talking about for, as for other people. Like, take us out of it. I think more females are attracted to married men than single men because everybody's single. It's common to see a single dude, and especially a married dude handling his business. If that's what most women want. So if you the type so of you dude, don't think that is important to wear a wedding ring? I didn't say that. I'm just talking about. No, it is. That was a question. It I is. Don't. You don't think I, it's important? I, I think it is, no. but I'm just saying, like, like how he said, more people think just because you got a ring, they like stay off, back up. Nah, it's Why just, don't you think it's important? I think it's a waste of money. Now, hold on before you say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so B B put me up on the uh, the rubber wedding mm-hmm. wedding rings, uh-huh. and I would consider wearing that. But I think wedding rings in general is a waste of money. Take the cost factor out of it and just what the ring is supposed to symbolize. It symbolizes nothing to me. Okay. Wow. Because it doesn't. So for what it represent, you don't believe that? I don't, uh, what does it represent? Maybe you can educate me on what it represents. Well, the ring is supposed to be like it's round. Endless. So it's no Eternity. start or ending point of the ring. It's supposed to just be a representation. I think it represents what the nigga said before you got married. Well, take that back, not what the nigga. It represents what the pastor said before you got married. He didn't tell you what your ring represented before they you got said married I do? at the courthouse, didn't you? Don't matter. No, we got married at church. Oh, yeah, but, the uncle. Yeah. But he didn't tell you the what the ring represented the before ring. you signed the contract? Bro, we talking about uh, 12 years ago. I get that. Uh, we're 12 years as well. We rem- I remember. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> so you don't remember your vows? I don't remember yesterday. To break it down for him. Wow. Break, okay, let's 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 say okay. He don't know I'm what it is. Look it up, just so I can be. Wait, wait. No, you no, you remember. Don't get to looking up. No, I just told you All what right, it give, means. Give him your definition of I it. I just told you the ring is supposed to symbolize what your relationship is supposed to be. Like um, it doesn't the, end. It doesn't. doesn't, it doesn't it's it. no. You can't find out where begins and ends. Begins and ends. Uh, clearly, I know when it begin and when it ends because we have an anniversary date. Oh my gosh! So I believe you're smart enough to know what the ring represents. <laughs> <laughs> just, let's just let's just start there. Let's to just go. be clear. Let's, let's I just, be clear. I just, okay. I just let's, don't. I just don't buy into it. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, I just don't buy into it. So no ring for you. I mean, if the ring really symbolized something in the divorce rate in this country, it'd be a lot lower. Take that. Well, take out everything. I'm talking about period. you. I'm talking about you. Let's let's leave everybody else. Let's if, leave. You, if you bring me into it, then a ring symbolizes a waste of money. And I waste money on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but that I waste worth it. I waste money on stuff that I appreciate. I don't really get no value out of ring. Trick a ring, huh? I would oh, wear a, a wedding watch. <laughs> hey, a people. circle has no beginning or end and is therefore a symbol of infinity. It is endless, inter- eternal, just the way love should be. For many, the wedding ring is worn on the fourth finger of the left hand. This is because the vein of this finger was believed to lead directly to the wearer's heart. I'm willing to wear a wedding watch on my left wrist. What about a, a, a chain with, with a ring around it? I would do that too, but I'm not a chain person. Dude, I'm a jewelry, nothing. Yeah. I don't. I mean, y'all see me. I don't really wear jewelry, but I like wearing watches. That's why I said like if, if my woman got hey, you me. You know a, what, dog? What's the most you ever spent on jewelry? like four or five bands man i spent 3500 on a chain that my cousin got <laughs> into a fight with lost the chain called me on april fools like three in the morning <laughs> ab i lost your i lost your chain i looked at the thing just i'm trying to april fool me i'm going to bed hung up on him woke up in the morning he really lost my chain dog and you know how he paid me back <laughs> how this dude gave me this when xbox is popping so it's like 2000 and well they still popping but it's like 2006 right before we got married this dude um gave me like four xboxes and six hundred dollars it was like that should cover it these xboxes hitting for like three four hundred <laughs> at that point i was like i, I, res- Blood. I respect his hustle <laughs> I was like, money gone, man. At this I respect point, his hustle, look, man. Give me the Xboxes, dog. I, I ain't even tripping. Let's nah, this or not. Never getting nothing else after that. So I remember uh, Nicole and I were split up. I think we was like two years into the marriage. And I went and spent eight bands on a ring, bro. Why? Uh, what kind of ring? Just a ring? Like a pinky ring? No, nah, it was a uh, Claude are Thibodeau. You? Wedding ring for her, yeah. Oh, okay. So, a uh, tip of toe, yeah. So, never heard of it. it. It's a it's a <laughs> French dude out of Canada. Make the rings. I bought the ring out of a uh, store in Portland mm. because there's no uh, sales tax. I you were gonna say home in Portland. <laughs> and then uh, got a got a spa date in Calistoga overnight. Mm-hmm. Had the the jeweler. FedEx it to the spa. Mm. Told the people at the spa, right? Like a romantic. So, oh, man. so they had it. He's they trying had to get it. out the doghouse. I was. I was. I'm not Keep it, it real. Keep oh, it real. Oh, yeah. So they had. So the so the uh, hotel. Somebody over there is you know, Put us in the uh, speak on in the in the in the honeymoon suite. Put the little oh, rose petals on the bed. Had the champagne. Had the oh. ring set up in the room. Right. So we get there. We go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mud bath, all that stuff. Massage. Damn, nigga, you gangster. Put the ring Speak on her on finger. Speak on it. Speak on it. 
<laughs> Man, I had that thing pawned a month later. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. It you didn't, didn't, you didn't bust everybody it did not work, there. Like, it I, was a nice ass <laughs> ring, too, but it did hey. not work. Yep. Dang, so, that's a lot, though. Yeah, after that, I said I'd never buy another ring again. How much you get for it? Bruh, not even half. For real? Yeah, not even half. 25? Stay alive? No, it was more than 25. It was, it was like. It was over three bands, but took, it wasn't. It wasn't half. You took a L. Yeah, I just took the L, bro, and just kept it pushing. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I would have saved that for the next chick, or not nah, the next give it, give it. Back. That's that's in bad taste. Nah, hey, that's in bad taste. DBS dirtbag swag, man. I'm uh, somebody's gonna get this ring, dog. Nah. I'm not. I'm not losing five racks. I feel you. Like, nah. like, nah, we gonna put this in the cuts And um, hopefully we don't bump into this ex And be like, that's the ring Nah, money is money, but nah, bro You can't a... do that? Huh? Could you do that? Can I do what? Could you say, for example um, Say, for example, you had a ring And I just hate using us Hey, nigga, say, say for example <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, don't turn to me <laughs> You can't use it on yourself <laughs> This ain't want to turn to me now. Hey, let me use your life. <laughs> I don't want to bring no bad luck on my life. I'll bring it on your life, nigga. <laughs> you better turn towards the, the closet or something. Right, look, let's say Johnny and, Johnny and Sam, Johnny and Sue got divorced, right? Sue keep the ring. Sue get with Malcolm and be like, Malcolm, I just want to let you know I, keep the, I kept the ring for my last relationship. And... um. I know you don't have a lot of money, but let's just, is it okay, oh, is it okay if I use not. this ring? No. How would you feel? Hold on. How would you feel and how would you feel? Why wouldn't you do it and how would you feel? I wouldn't care. I'd be thanking her. <laughs> Same here. She's like, nigga, thank you for saving me some cash. Hey, that's a nice Heck ring. No. Yeah. That's a nice ring. We gonna love get, it. My family never seen that ring exactly. before. I'm, I'm cool with that. It's ba da ba ba ba. Yeah, we. I'm, I'm living in the nigga house. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying like, I don't see why people. Why people? Okay, hold on. I want to know what you think, and then I gonna, and then I got my question. Y'all probably you know. Why wouldn't you do that? Because that ring was for another relationship. And it ha- can you please put the ball down? How oh, can you hear it? Yes. <laughs> I, can't. I did. I just blocked it out. I promise. I was trying to, but I can't. No, I, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't do it. That's like, can I keep? Can I keep his last name too? If we get married. So would you keep the Some ring? Some women do. Would you keep the ring or would you give it away? I would so. keep it for my children. What? What you gonna do it? What you gonna give it to yeah. them for? Like, ain't that Wait. bad luck? Ain't that the point of the ring? Please like, explain that. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're still the kid's father, and that's still like, I don't understand why would that be bad luck? If I wanted to pass my ring down, like, what if one of the boys wanted to give it to their? Like, this is my this mother's divorce mom. ring of my dad. Like, you know what I'm saying like that's what they gonna say. No, they're gonna say this was my mom's <laughs> ring with my dad. They better lie and said I bought this fresh out the jewelry store. Yeah, right? I don't, I don't, yeah. Not, you might get a chick like you like okay would you want a divorce ring that his mom had to give to you it's not so much a divorce ring would you it's want just a, like it how is it, a divorce no, ring it's just like you're you know how you are with your tattoos like you don't want to get none of them removed because that's a moment in your life that you had yeah. so it's nothing that you're going to forget it's the moment in your life that you had that got you to this place good or bad it's who you are today because of all the past Moments. It's a moment. Okay, so you will want a divorce ring that I gave to you from my mom. 
if you had your mother's ring, I would take your mother's ring. Knowing she divorced my dad? Yeah. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna say okay. Yeah, I ain't buying that one. Yeah, that's what I say. Okay, yeah. you won't even you won't even keep keep a hand me down ring in the next relationship. So what's the difference between this hand me down ring and a ring that you got from? It was your mother's. I would feel that the ring is cursed. It didn't work for your mom and your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's you what think? I'm saying. That's what, what I'm thinking. thinking but, it's, but it's us. not the piece of jewelry that can curse a, a marriage. Then why would you bring the same one into the moment ring into this new moment? Because. I, first of all, you're going to have to give me your own ring. Okay, so my ring is a gold band versus this big diamond that you got just sitting in a drawer. I'm not going to pull. First of all, you wouldn't be okay with that either. So let's be real. I will be okay with that. You're lying. Okay, this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. <laughs> if let, look, look, we got look, to, no, no, no. Let's hold, on, hold on. Back. No, let's take this look, ring back. Take it back. Let's, Make it let's, into something let's, else. Let's, let's take it. That's, that's me, though. I'll say let's take this ring back. Trade it in for something else and go from there. Whatever we get from that, whether it's like we're gonna take an L on it, but so you would not want me to wear. But I'm not buying you no new one. We gonna do something with that ring. ring. We gonna do something with that ring though. But not wear it. Okay. I would tell my wife that I don't want us to wear rings, but since she has one already, she could wear one so that people know that she married, and then I just wouldn't wear one. So you want your wife to know she married? No, I don't. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I don't care. Like either way, like wear a ring, don't wear a ring. Okay, but if she wanted, but if you wanted to wear a ring, you got one already. So go ahead and rock that one. So rock that one, because hey, I'm I, not gonna buy you another one. What I don't get is when people trip off the little things. Like I ain't driving this man car. I ain't driving. I ain't, you ain't gonna wear his ring, but live in dude house and sleep in dude bed. Like what's the difference? I mean, that's that's a good point. I hear a lot of dudes say that, and I ask them that too. Like, ain't you living in the house that they used to live in together? Yeah, nah, that's, that's a good point. Sleeping in the same bed, <laughs> wiping your nuts with the same towel, like nigga, probably using the same loofah, nigga. How, how, you, how you feel about that? Well, Tim? towels get washed. I mean, I feel it's just the circumstances that you're in. Everybody's not able just to pick up and get a house. Eventually, I'm sure you will want to go and get a new house. But in the meantime, we're going to turn this house into our home. Uh-huh, boy, if it's a cool house, like I'm perfectly You didn't hear what you said? We're going to turn this house into our home. Probably get some new furniture, revamp it. Because I would want him to feel like this is his home and put his own little. Do you think I'll trip off that coming in a relationship like that? Coming in a relationship like what? If I'm with a chick that has everything and just place nigga no, here type situation. You're cool with that. You cool with a place. Can I be placed here? Okay, let's go. Mm, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. <laughs> if your situation is better than mine, <laughs> and I can roll in your situation, let's go. <laughs> like, you know I'm hey, I'm easy. <laughs> this nigga's serious, too. He's so serious. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, I can, I Dude, can get with that. I could be Stedman, dog. Easily. What yeah, do you I mean could. you can be Stedman? I can I can be a house dad. How like do you if, figure Stedman's a house dad? I'm just I saying feel like just he period. is a like, success in his own right. He is a success, but compared to Oprah, he's a house dad. Like just her her reputation, her money, everything she got going with him, he will never be the typical male that makes more uh, more dominant money wise than than um his wife. So I'm saying if my wife was in a position to where I could be a stay home dad, American dream. Let's go for it. I do. I am. I, if I'm Stedman, though, I'm looking at Oprah like I can never pay for a meal. 
Like you got so much cash that you should never look at me. Hey, you know what though? The thing about it is, when you really on her level, you don't pay for nothing. Everything is free. Everything free. I, when I roll with Steve Blood, like we be in a restaurant, literally eating, and then they be like, "Hey, Stevie John, hey, just want to let you know, man, it's on me, bro. Hey, go, go. Hey, go that's pills. that's fine. But but I'm saying if there was a situation where they just didn't happen to know Oprah." And I'm Stedman, and they looking, the bill come. She better not look at me and, and nah, Oprah, nah, I'm not. You know, you know I'm not why not, though? You know why you are? Because you, 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 you got to be a man, and you can afford it. No. So it, that's your time. That's your time to lay down your I'm, man card. I'm going to be a man if I'm dating a woman and she make more money than me, but it's like within normal range nah dog you ain't it don't I matter like once you if you got money you got money and yeah. if he's swiping the card it's probably coming out the same account anyway so it really yeah, doesn't I matter disagree, dog. i think you really gonna be like i got this back like, like nah. why not it's not gonna hurt you nah. it's not gonna affect nothing because she got aliens on aliens it don't, don't matter, matter. Man, you still gotta be a gentleman dog nah fuck being a gentleman nah you say nah. that now but if it came down to like, it you're gonna be like Swiping, no swiping. I'm be like, oh baby, you you really gonna have me? You, oh, it. See, that's why you gonna lose Oprah, dog. That's why. That's why you can. That's why me and O will be tight. But I feel like <laughs> you should never get with but you, it, dog. Because that right make there. Any sense? Because he, I'm, he's a millionaire too. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah, it don't really matter, you didn't lost you, your girl for. A uh, $700 bill. Once yeah. you you're reach, once yeah. you reach a certain level of wealth, it don't even No, matter. I get what you're saying. I'm like they're both rich. I'm talking about the principle of it. Nah, the principle is you be a man and pay. Nah. Yeah. No. That's, that's the principle. No, like the principle when, of it is I'm gonna be When we break it down to like having your mama in the room, do you be like, I ain't raised you that way, boy? Well, and I'm and I'm gonna be like, Mama. She got more money than it anybody in here. My mama gonna be like, mm-hmm, "You right." And then she gonna, and then you're gonna be like, and then you got the second most amount of money. Everybody in here. It don't matter. My money don't matter in this situation when I'm sitting next to Oprah. It, That's dumb. It it, it unless don't matter. I'm, it don't uh, matter unless you. It's if if it's out of y'all range and y'all both know. Yeah, that don't matter. Then it's, it's not. Like, if you're a multi-millionaire like, as well. Like, when she like, I just want to rent the Super Bowl, went to a, a dome out just to have 10 people there for a birthday. Like, something ridiculous. And she looking nah. at you like, you're not going to get that for me? Like, nah, that don't make no sense. But when it comes to something like a meal, uh-huh. buying her a car, like just simple it, stuff. Nah, I can't do it. Like, if we, if we driving down the street and she be like, hey, I'm hungry. And I'm like, hey, Mr. in and out right there. Let's stop. And we order our food. Let me get the number one. No tomatoes, grilled onions. Mm-hmm. I think I want a shake today. Give me a shake and a large cup of water. What you want? Oh, okay. She want the number two. Uh, no tomatoes, regular onions. She want a shake too and a large cup of water. We get to the thing. They be like, all right, sir, your order is fifteen eighty nine. I'm going to look at her. Wow. Yeah, you lost. Oh. Yeah, you're that's I'm dumb. Be like, I'm be like, <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> be like, hey, did you really think I was gonna pay for this? That like, make no sense. that would insinuate that would mean that you're just with her for her money. No, I'm not with her for her money. I'm with her for her, but it's the but just the principle still, of it. You still gotta treat her like a woman. That's the principle of it. Yeah, like you still gotta be in a relationship. Still got rubber back. You still still got rubber booty. I rubber back. I rubber booty. You just ain't paying for nothing. I just ain't paying so you for just no. Don't live off of her dime. No, no, not off of her dime. 
I'm just, if we're together, I'm just not ever paying for no meal. That's dumb. Yeah, you ain't going to get But I wouldn't go, like, I wouldn't go to the mall with her and then go pick out some clothes and then be like, you got this right. No, I pay for my own clothes. And I might even see something nice for you and be like, hey, babe, I got you this. If if I'm staying, man, we can go to the mall and she can act like Michael Jackson and I'm going to pay that bill. Mm Mm-hmm. It's gonna come back to you. You see when Michael's at the mall? Nah, I ain't never. That's, that's, I was lost. This <laughs> one? Hey, Michael's I'll at the mall. I take two of those. That one there? Just oh, walking, look. though. Walking oh, and pointing. Hey, that's nice. Give me five of those. Oh, <laughs> Couldn't what is even this? pay for that. <laughs> Give me 12 of these. And they just had a tab, just getting everything, dog. Ain't, man, you ain't black if you ain't seen that clip. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael wasn't black, so. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that. That. <laughs> I just think that that's weak. You can't. You can't, no matter how much money somebody got, you can't expect for them to pay for you. Oh, I for surely feel so. You can't. You know what I You'll get let down every time. You know what I realized is, is that book we read. Did you, you read that book, the book of art, the art and not giving a F, right? Yeah. It, 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 in that book, I realized, you know, at the end of the day, people still want to be treated as just people. As people. Like when when they see you getting when you using them and misbu- abusing them, like they gonna look at you in a certain type of way. Like, I don't feel like it's using them. Nah, it, it is like you still she still want to be treated like a woman. At the end of the day, she wants okay, somebody. She wants somebody to take care nah, of nah, somebody okay, to make her feel like bet. it's not about that. Yes, if I, I was do it, if I if I was Oprah, mm-hmm. and I was with a woman, right, and I had Oprah money. And the other woman was, and the woman I'm with got money too, but she just ain't got my kind of money. When we went out, she would expect me to pay. Because you're a man. Yeah, but we live in an equal opportunity society. Women got the right to vote. Hashtag me too. Hashtag time's up. Hashtag fair wages. I'm with you on that. It just don't apply. I feel like if you make more money than you the head of the house, you paying for this meal. And all meals from here to death do its part. It's like this, dog. Like, when I'm rolling with somebody rich and I'm going somewhere like, hey, I'm going to McDonald's, you want something? Yeah, all right, what you want? They're going to call out their order. I asked you what you want, so That's I got you. All though, right. Man. Or if I'm going somewhere, if I'm going somewhere with you and you like, man, let me, let me, let me pull up number one, let That's me get a soda though. and this and that. And I'm like, hey, I got you because add a number two on there. I got your meal. Don't trip. Yeah, it's different. That's though. me and you. I'm going to do that same thing to a rich person, blood. Sometimes niggas just want to get treated. But if, if, it's, if it's a rich person and I ain't in relationship with you, that's a different story. But if I'm in relationship with you, then we're going to get that established. All right. Same. That's whack. You and Lady O is no go. Man, I, t- I think Lady O would be like, I, I respect that. Nah. She ain't gonna I wear like the pants in this relationship. I'd be like, yeah, baby, tell her. <laughs> I bow down to you. Mm-mm, just because of her bank account. Yeah. Y'all gonna act like you. it ain't a humongous bank account. Don't she gonna, matter. She's going to tell you get the hell up out. You're not the one. Nah, man. Hey, why women tell dudes get the hell just to this for you? Not that you do it, but why women be like, go. Just go. Get the hell out of here. And then when they can be like, all right, cool. They get I mad. I don't know because I don't do that. But I'm just saying, though, like, you got friends that do that, right? I do. I do you? <laughs> I don't know. But me personally, I don't. Are you talking about, like, when you're arguing and mad and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I personally don't 
yell out stuff and say stuff that I don't mean. Have your wife ever told you that? Get the hell up out. And then when you leave, she'd be like, why you leave? No. Uh, no, we don't play that. Did I watch too many movies or something? I think so. Yeah, it might be. I think somebody can relate to this. Probably, but I just don't do that. Like how some people, they fight, they break up, they... Go for blood. They go for the jugular. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Like, yeah. they be like divorced and it's like, I don't do that. Like, I don't, I don't, that's not just how I get down. I don't believe in uh, going for the jugular. Yeah, that's, that's unless, unhealthy. Unless I'm provoked. But I always keep one or two in the chamber. But <laughs> you know what I mean? I just feel like I just feel like there's certain but lines. How can you be provoked by your spouse? That just seems so that's so strange to me. To be provoked by your spouse? To be provoked enough by your spouse to make you want to say something that will hurt them. It's probably because your your spouse said something to try to hurt you. Both ways. It goes both ways. I'm just saying, like, I, me personally just think that it's crazy when spouses go at each other and go for blood. Yeah, but everybody, everybody don't have that common sense or those sensibilities. Some people, when they get angry... The only way they know how to respond, whether it's a learned behavior or a natural behavior, is by going there. Hurt people like to hurt hurt people hurt people. Right. I'm the type of person where it's like we arguing and we're not going to be arguing tomorrow morning. So I don't want to say anything that is going to hurt your feelings to the point where tomorrow morning we can't talk. Because you still in your feelings about what you said. Right. Because words do hurt. Or or I don't want to be arguing over the fact that I spilled some milk on the cabinet. But then I take it to a level that's above spilt milk. So now we can't function properly. And it was over something so simple. But if I spill some milk on the cabinet. And I be like, it's just milk. Like, don't trip. And then you decide to like go all the way there and try to say something to hurt my feelings. I'm going to tell you one or two times, like, like chill, you get into that place where it's going to get ugly. And if you say something to me, like let it get ugly. Now I got to prove to you who wear the pants around here hmm. and you're going to feel real dumb tonight. And I'm going to sleep peacefully like a baby. So if she say, let it get ugly, if she give you the code to like, Drop one in. Did she triple dog there? You dropping it? <laughs> dropping of course he is. Man, I'm like dropping it, but I ain't that. I ain't dropping the mob. You know what I mean? Nah. Like the mother of all bombs. I'm He's keeping that tucked away. Drop just enough to make you gonna, gonna, you gonna pepper spray Exactly. I'm just gonna <laughs> give you just enough for you to understand nah, man, that if this is the me. game you want to play with me, like I'm a master at this game. I'm keeping them in the chambers. I can't pepper spray, dog. But you no, know, you know you coming back. You didn't pepper spray somebody, and, and you got to come back. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing. They gonna remember that pepper spray. Yes, yeah, that's okay. That's not okay. <laughs> that's okay. That is like low key a dysfunctional relationship. I'm just gonna remind you that hey, back up. <laughs> it didn't have to end this way. Like I was trying to tell you, it's good. And then you try to drop your own nuclear bomb. So 
I had to let you know that I was Godzilla. Yo, 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 bullets don't hurt me. Dang. But they I can hurt you. They they have, for they you to be able to, to go hurt. there with that. You must got to, ah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> have you ever seen Kong? Yeah. Yeah. So when they were shooting Kong, it was like, these ain't hurting me, but y'all disrupting my island. So now I got to, I got to swat y'all down because y'all disrupting things. Like, go back to where you came from. But your bullets ain't hurting me. You're just making noise and you're disrupting me right now. You're disturbing the people. So then why not just walk away? I'm zinning. It's lunchtime. Right. Okay. So so this is, this is I agree with you, Tiff. Right? Why not just walk away? Mm-hmm. Okay. How do the other person learn their lesson? This is, this is a serious question. Like, you daddy? Like, what are no, you no, trying to teach no, him? No, but listen. If you saying, why don't you just walk away, right? Before hurting. <laughs> no, your I understand. Spouse. Why can't you just no? Walk listen, away? I understand. So I walk away. So I walk away, right? So now the next time we get in the argument, you feel like, oh, it's okay to to repeat that behavior from the last argument we had. So I'm like, okay, you keep on trying to throw bombs at me. But I'm going to walk away again. You know how crazy somebody looks when one is arguing with someone and they're not arguing back? Do you know how crazy some people is to not notice how crazy it looks when they doing that? <laughs> Can you give me a water bottle? I think you're making the assumption that everybody is sane enough to understand that. It's, it's almost like, uh, what's that movie that y'all like? Uh, Why did I get married? Mm-hmm. Is that was that is that the movie I'm thinking of? That's a good one. It's like when baby girl was always getting on her husband, mm-hmm. and he was always passive aggressive, like Tasha, like Tasha. Okay, Tasha, like yeah, but she never backed down. She like every time she came with the same response, and every time he was like, "All right, like I'm not trying to hurt your feelings," woo, and every time she came, so he just ended up looking like a wounded puppy. Cause he was he was trying to walk away, but she never learned her lesson. So she thought that it was okay to be verbally abusive towards him. But that don't make it right, though. Still, let me say it made it right. So you saying instead of just looking like that, you just gotta let her feel that fire? I'm just saying that you gotta teach somebody a lesson. Sometimes, like we can have the type of relationship that's going to be abusive towards each other, where we hurting each other, or we can have the type of relationship that. All right, let me list ask this Let me switch it up a little bit. Do it matter if it's just you and him or if you're doing it in front of other people? I hate when couples argue in front of me. Yeah, but I'm should. saying, like, one-on-one, does it still count? I'd be like, awkward. Like, if you know, <laughs> if we play this game, but we don't, we got the respect enough to not do it in front of other people, is it any different than people that do it in front of people? I don't know if I know what you're asking. I don't know what he's asking you. All right, but, but yeah, I hold on, say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, let me break it down. If... Me and you argue in private, and we go for blood. F you, whatever your low point is, I stab you. We go back and forth, but we don't do it in front of other people. Are they the same as people that do it in front of other people? Does it really matter? Is that the same level? What? <laughs> I understood what you said. That time. thank you, dog. Yeah. 
She all she's just trying to make me. <laughs> What's no nah, the the way you asked it? It was yeah. the second time too. Yeah. yeah. Damn, but you but got me. See, that's why you, you asked it enough times to where I was able to piece it together and say, okay, I think that's what this nigga is saying right now. Hey, that's why I love you, dog. Go ahead, answer that. What hey, you, you know what? Honestly, though, so so here's the thing that I try. I speak to my own relationship. I try not to ever curse her. Like, I try not to say, like, F you. I try not to call her out of her name, right? Like, I don't use those terms when I'm with her. You're saying try. Like, it's hard for you to not? No, I don't. I just said I don't use that no, those okay. terms with her. Like, I don't call her out of her name because some things I just think. Are too far. Right. It's, like, unforgivable. And at that point, you're not, you're, you're, I think you're just you're just intentionally being mean where you're trying to hurt somebody. Um, but whether you do it in front of people or whether you do it in private, like it's all the same. You super thirsty. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it's the same. Sin is sin. Equal yeah. battlefield, same battlefield, yeah. same equal. Okay. But but I do feel like people who do it in front of other people are worse. Nah, I just feel like it's not that they worse. I just feel like their relationship is like really just <laughs> man. Give it up. Yeah, I just, hate when couples argue in front yeah. of me. It just makes everybody around you so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Like and awkward and yeah. just like, like all right. So, so we gonna keep playing taboo. <laughs> so, uh, right. All right. Well, it was so much fun tonight. I'll see you guys later. Yeah, I, I just feel like you can't, you can't do that. And I'm the type of person where, if I feel like it's getting to that place, I'll mm-hmm. either excuse myself, or I ask if it's like at my house. I ask folks to like, hey, can y'all? You know what I'm saying? We're getting ready to get to a place. But I'll send the I'll send them cold words out before we get there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Brandon's Smoke. here. Smoke signals. <laughs> hey, you guys want some party and let some drink? Let's have some fun around We're here. We're playing Jenga. <laughs> My kids are upstairs. <laughs> And if you get the if you get the look that says I don't give a flying, you know what? Then it'd be like, uh, all right, B, I think it's time for you. To, Party's over. Yeah, I think it's time for you to go now. I need to handle this real quick. Right. And B be like, man, I was waiting for you to say that. I'm out. <laughs> Peace. Peace out. And it's off topic, but um, does it seem like it's cool? It seems like now it's cool for people to be themselves like being differently and really to yourself is cool being differently you get what i'm saying like <laughs> like like guys guys that want to paint their fingernails <laughs> like nerd nerds are cool bro you beautiful <laughs> you like i feel like giving you a good beat to rap to today just threw off your question making abilities this nigga like hey let me okay to be differently he like let me ask y'all a question all right if a dog walk outside on the sidewalk is it the same as him walking inside on the carpet i don't know hey 
That's a good one. Do people wipe their dog's paws? Like, if you tell me to come oh in your house. Look, nah, look, think about it. You tell me to come in my house and take off my shoes, <laughs> but your dog been walking in these streets all day and running in the house. Did you wipe his paws down before he walked in? <laughs> Does that make a difference? Can you get back to your differently question, please? All right. So what I was saying is that was deep, though, huh? You never thought about that. Have you thought about that? No, that wasn't deep, bro. Okay. That was, it wasn't. That was funny. What I'm saying is it seems like nowadays things that weren't cool when we were younger are cool now. For example, being a nerd these days is cool. Being different than everybody else is cool. Before, it was like weird. Like weird is accepted. Y'all don't think so? For example, like even like even if you want to even add the LGBT, like that wasn't always cool to be. More people were hiding. That was okay and cool. Like a, a in this generation, somebody in, the, in that community can kick it with somebody that's not in a community, whether it's male or females, and hang out and be cool. Like that show we seen, how that dude was straight and his best, like you know, he hugging and kiss, like not hugging, but like pouring his heart out to a, his gay best friend. I don't know what show you're talking about. That uh, Shaw's has shown some difference. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. I think, yeah, the things that were weird to us are cool now. Are not weird to this generation. Exactly. Nah. Why is that, though? Is it because of awareness? No bullying policy? Like, it's what? the millennials. <laughs> what? I mean, what I, think, I think every generation. It's a little bit looser yeah. and looser. Seeks to push the envelope from the previous generation. Yeah. Oh, okay. It just, yeah. I'm sure history shows that, like, kind of like what y'all was talking about last week. Same thing. That, and I think, you know, just in general, um, when you look at artists, you know, the... the Same the way they dress. Yeah, the, the creatives have made it to where you can do that, right? Like, mm-hmm. between... Between artists and then between like Silicon Valley, yeah. like Silicon, I don't think nerves would be cool today if it wasn't for the fact that these niggas is making the most money anybody has ever well, seen in social media. Like, right, like they creating everything. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, these like, but it's like the extreme. Like, look at um, kind of popping. Right. Look at Kanye West's clothes. Like they look like freaking bums Bum. off the street. Bum is such a harsh word. Okay, so they look Poor like. Bum is hella harsh. <laughs> it is, like Bars- hey, You bum. call me a bum, nigga. We might be fighting. <laughs> hey, you a bum, nigga. Hey, Say bum. that again, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> bum is just like, that's a harsh word, dog. That's up there to me. Yeah. So. Like, like when people be like, man, I was walking down the street. Some old bum tried to ask me for a dollar. It's like, ooh, dude, you kind of cold. Like, why you just call him a poor person, a man without a job? Well, what's a bum? It is that, but it's still like harsh. <laughs> like it is a poor person. It's like it's like it's like slang for a poor person. But it's 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 for surely the bottom of the, the artist, bro. Now, I I personally feel like music that music changed it. Is it is yeah, and and hey, like conscious music is cool now. That that used to be cool, but then gangsta move took over. It's yeah. going in a cycle, what's, blood. Hey, what's is crazy it, is, is that is it uh, the cycle? That electronic music 
Time everything out. Repeats that techno itself. music oh, is, is hot now, hold too. On. I figured it out. <laughs> everything. I figured it out, dog. Look, it, it's coming down to music. Say, at one point, conscious music to be, um, brother, when I come through, I'm black. Nigga, what you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, them pro-black conscious rappers mm-hmm. that used to be popping, right? People wearing medallions, X hats, all that was black. And then gangster music come out. What that do? Trump the conscious stuff. Now it's coming back around to that conscious gangster music. No, it's it not. Blended. Bro. Yes, it did. It's <laughs> not. J. Cole's conscious. Bro, that's and who, he on top. That's who you Kendrick listen Lamar. to. That's who no, you that's, and I listen to, bro. Nah, dog. What about like X X X X Akishano? You right, nigga. Nigga, that nigga, that nigga. <laughs> Or what about okay, uh, Takashi Six Nine? Let me sit nigga. back. I thought I was going somewhere. <laughs> like these niggas. I only stuck with my maturity. Yeah. <laughs> God, no. these, these I can't even like, argue that. These niggas is not conscious when you listen to some of this shit that these young folks. They is Damn awesome. It. I put I put my old self back around. I, put, I, I didn't I didn't explain my whole youth. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? But I feel you. I was though. raised up listening to the right things. I got in some gangster music. I feel music, you though. Like I feel like got older, got slowed down, got cautious and black. I feel like a J Cole or or like a Kendrick. Like they, they, t- they built on the foundation that you know. what I'm saying a lot of the folks we listen to coming up built, but these these this other music. Yeah, you're right. I, well, I couldn't even watch yeah, the hip hop, the BET hip hop awards came on uh, last night. I couldn't even get through the whole show, hey, and it's with dude, the fast forward. Oh my yeah. gosh, me and Tiff sound like some old people. I was like, <laughs> I wish somebody like I heard, I heard our conversation in our head, right? Because uh, there was like little baby and so and so, and I was like, oh. These my nephews. They like these guys. And they rapping. I'm like, oh, okay. I know this song. I'm like, Tim, do you know this song? She's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. I heard it on the radio. And then she was like, well, which one is Little Baby? I was like, well, I was waiting for the name to pop up so I could figure out who's Little Baby <laughs> and who's Little So-and-so. But it never did. I guess I'm going to have to Google it and see it. And she, I was like, dude, we just had like a, oh, like we are out the loop. I didn't know none of these people. what you say, Tip? And I was like, damn, Tip. I, I can't just give talk Oh, no, D-Ray was like, uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> he said something about hey, D- being hey, at Hey, look, look, look. D-Ray, D-Ray was like, like, say he introducing the next person, right? He is like, um. He was like, it's going down Sunday night at Live, and we got the Dr. IG in the house. And Tiff was like, she paused it. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear what he just said? <laughs> he freaking messed up. And I was like, what? And then she was like, he said, live, not live, like Sunday night at Live. And I was like, Tiff, ain't that a strip club or something like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Any something in Atlanta or something right. like that? She was like, yes. Never mind. Then she played. I said, dude, I just talked about us getting old. <laughs> and then you go pausing stuff thinking you clowning somebody. I'm right. like, dude. Anyway, I couldn't even get through the whole nah. show. We now, like, like I could listen to uh, them little niggas from the SOB. Now, I could listen to them, but I feel like they their rap is built on the tradition of rap from, from the V. Yeah. That I'm that I know and understand. Hey, speaking of SOB, dog, um, Pine the handy uh, manage them right. Right. So I said, man, I'm gonna hit <clears> hand up and just see what's up, man. I'm like, yo, hand, man, I got this podcast. 
and um man i only know i only know shout out no plug nothing like that no hook me up but um what's the sauce man i need how can i get my podcast popping it's doing good but how can i bring it to that next level i talk to so many successful people dog hoping they give me a different you know what i'm saying spice all of them say the same thing hey man keep going i was like nigga <laughs> All right, bro. I appreciate that, brother. I don't know why you trying to find a, nah, I'm a, just saying, a like, microwave. You know, it ain't a microwave, but it's just like, man, is, am it, I doing something right? They be like, nah, you doing it right. Keep going. Yeah, you you <laughs> trying like, to find right. the secret sauce? Hey, I'm done asking people, dog. I'm done. Yeah. They like, hey, when you done a hundred and you only at a certain level, but you, shoot man, for one hundred five. You know, it, it, like, it's interesting right. you say that, man, because I forget which comic said it. But it was it was almost something along the lines of like they asked somebody what the secret sauce is of comedy mm-hmm. and the person who they asked said something along the lines of like be funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. like in, in other words, it's like my secret sauce ain't your secret sauce. Yeah. I can give you my blueprint and it, but if you follow my blueprint it may not work. For it ain't going to work for you because you different from me. Like, you got to find your own secret sauce to get there. And then when the next person come along, you tell them the same thing. Like, hey, that's what that's what he said, man. I said, I talked to hell of people. Just, you know, just talking in general about yeah. their success. They just be like, don't stop. <laughs> it's like, all right. Keep grinding. <laughs> all right, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks for that good advice. Cool. See you tomorrow. And we can't we can't this other podcast. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do no. that. Nah, hell no. Nah. That's in bad taste. Nah, hey, you know what? Um, I was speaking to different podcasts. I was watching, looking at the Stay Woke. He post something about the Stay Woke podcast. Oh, brother D Ray. Yeah, shout yeah. out to him, man. But um, he said I, he posted something that was kind of dope. The lady said, um, she said instead of gentrification, why don't we re reentrification? She was like, she was like, I coined that word and saying just. Buy inside the hood. You know what? I seen the same thing. I thought of you as soon as I seen that. Yeah, like, but like, let me <laughs> ask both of y'all. Could you realistically buy into the hood or where you grew up from, like to see change? Could buy you buy into it and do what? Buy into it, move there, and let. Basically, the lady was saying, "All right, when people get money, the first thing they do, they leave. They leave and move out the hood and leave everybody else. Yeah, you could come back and visit." But why won't you buy something in the hood where they can see an example and a positive role model in mm, their community? I don't need to be the example. Be. I'll let <laughs> people do it and then I'll come when everybody else is on the board. But that's the problem the she was saying right there. Everybody has that mentality. I let somebody else do it instead of no, anybody stepping up and be the, being an example. So you saying you couldn't do it? Uh-uh. I be thinking about stuff like that, though. Like you can live better. You can show people. You can put people like you. you. Ain't gonna no, do it, it is. You can, man. If you buy somewhere cheaper and fix that up, yeah, buy it, fix it up, and rent it out to somebody else. I, th- I think it's. I think it's difficult for the simple fact that let's say there's a hundred houses in a community. Mm-hmm. You buy one. Do you got ninety nine of the friends that's willing to do the same thing as you? No. Because if you don't, then you're gonna buy that one, hoping to change the community. And what you're going to end up finding out is that same house, that same money that you spent on that house in the hood. If you have spent that house, spent that money on a house in the suburbs, your money will be growing at a faster rate. But it's not about money, though. It's it is about, about money. No, nah, it ain't about money. It's about 
showing people an example. Like if you it's, buy low, you can have enough to fix it up, man. I'm pretty sure it'd be cheaper than that. It's about your in the community. It's you about have more your money in your pocket, right? But it's about your future. It's yeah, about it's how you set about your neighborhood. Up. It's about what kids are my what school are my kids gonna go to? Like, are we? Just sitting in a money pit, like it is about money. It's a lot of factors. It's just not about moving back to the hood and. All right, let's take money out of it. But I had the money to do. Money wasn't an issue. If money wasn't an issue, why, 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 why why are we buying in our communities? We will buy in the hood, innovate, and sell. Yeah, I understand (laughs) what she's saying. You know what I mean? It makes sense. I understand what she's saying, which makes a lot of sense. Right, but it's not realistic. But but it's it's not okay. So it's a couple things to it, right? Mm-hmm. One, there there is a purpose for low income communities, and here's what I mean by that: low income communities provide housing for low income people. Right, like the best way to affect change in your community is to create living wage jobs for the people in your community. If I buy a house in in my in my hood that I grew up in, I just took a home away from somebody who who maybe needed that house to rent. Mm-hmm. Like and, you working at Amazon. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You still doing that? I still you, am. You did it again? Yeah. Uh, how was it? It was cool. Uh, okay. I do five hours a week, but yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's ex- exactly what it is, right? Okay. And so it's like, yeah, you go in and you clean up that neighborhood, but those people who whose home, those people who would normally be staying in that neighborhood, they just gonna move to a different neighborhood. So you revitalize the hood that you from only to create a new hood somewhere else because they gotta go somewhere. So then the thing then then the thing is, okay, well, why don't you just go into your hood, buy homes, don't move back into your hood, but buy homes, fix them up, and then have people move into them. You putting people that's in the right. situation not qualified? Nah, it's like, okay, you can do that, but at the same hand, like, how much is it going to cost you to continue the maintenance of that home that you just fixed up? And if you're getting $800, $900, dollars $1, in rent, is the rent even enough for you to maintain the level of that home that you normally would? Or does it become one of those things where it's like, it ain't worth it for me to just continue to go back and fix this house up and fix this house up and fix this house up. So that that's why I said it makes sense. But the bigger issue is if you want to get rid of hoods in the way that hoods are now, then you have to create economic opportunities so that people will be able to appreciate things in a different way what's wrong with having a hood though what's wrong with having a hood yeah what do you mean what's wrong with having a hood get get more into that what's wrong with having hoods like it's nothing wrong with having i mean there's a lot of things wrong with having hoods like you don't want to live in no hood That's all you got. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, like that's so broad. Like, what's wrong with hoods? Like, I'm saying like, um, for example, the crest. Okay. People been living there 20, 30, 40 something plus years, and then here you come trying to revamp it. But how you know they don't like it how it is? 
nobody like living in a private private park. Yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah. I think you lost me there too. Yeah. I didn't say the project. The crest isn't the projects. I'm just no, saying I nobody like but living I, I in think, poverty. Like nobody yeah, I think everybody people, wanna come up. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, it's nothing wrong with living there but flipping what you have and making that nice. Uh, even if you live in a hood, like, but what to, is nice? But what's nice to you might not be nice to somebody else. That little old lady who's in her house, love her little house, and don't want you to come and change nothing. I I, I agree with that what you're saying, but I also feel like that little old lady who own her house and like her house the way it is, like she upkeeps her house based on her, her income, right? Like I feel like when people don't own their own home or when they don't own their own anything there's a level of care that doesn't go into it uh-huh. hell yeah it's just like if you give somebody a car they're not gonna take care of they're the not gonna take care of it but as soon it. as they buy their own car they'd be like ain't no eating in my car <laughs> <laughs> what nigga you be eating in my car all the time matter of fact put your food in the trunk until we get home <laughs> hey hey you mind taking off your shoes and putting them in the trunk you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's raining outside i see you stepped in the mud like a while back yeah, you be like nigga you tearing up my stuff so yeah. that's why i feel like if you if if you created economic opportunities for folks to work and then couple that by providing opportunities for those folks to buy those very same homes that they're living in in the in the hood then all of a sudden you will revitalize the hood because folks are going to take care of what they own. So you're saying doing the written aspect of the hood mentality, then people don't take care of it for the most part. Yeah. Due to the fact that I don't, I don't own this. Like I know, you know, people like I know people who be like, you go in their house and they be like, I don't own this. The, the, the <laughs> landlord going to come in and fix all this when we leave. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really don't care about none of this. And then it's like, it'd be like, nigga, because you own a home. You'd be like, nigga, you can't just kick a hole in the wall. They'd be like, nigga, the owner going to fix it. You're like, ah, y'all killing me. me. So, yeah, but I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, you know, I'm I'm happy where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I ain't never going back to Vallejo. I feel bad when I say that. Nah, man. I want, I, I want property in Vallejo. I did find a nice piece of land in Hiddenbrook. I was like, I could buy that piece of land in Hiddenbrook. It's probably hella overpriced. Too. I also found a nice piece of land in the south. Mm. South Vallejo? In the south, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, a couple, it's just a couple of acres. It's not that much. Dang. Hey, um, I was watching this show, and his dad was pissed. His rich dad. Was pissed that his son would not take his money and let him help him. He's like, Dad, I want to be my own man, Dad. Come on. <laughs> like, let me live. Like, how would you feel? How would y'all feel if y'all kid was like that? Like, you're able to place him in the same situation, like a better situation, mm-hmm. but he don't want to take your money and just want to live his own life and I go through reach. his own struggles. Let him live. I respect my son more. And yeah, you, let him and live. You, and, you, and you can just, and money ain't an issue. You diddy. Yeah, I That's respect like my kid. That's like what call it. Uh, Chet, live, Chet Hanks. Yeah, yeah. No, Tom no. Hanks' son. You watch Empire? Is he? Is his son is on Empire? Yes, the white boy, the white rapper boy. I ain't. I ain't. Well, that's his son. He a rapper. Um, never knew that was his son. Really, <laughs> Tom Hanks? Yeah. But uh, he did an interview with what's his name? He got another son that plays on Life in Pieces. Yep. 
And that's him look like him, like when you. He looks exactly like him. Yeah. <laughs> but this him this now. other son don't look. <laughs> Not as much as his yeah. other one did. Uh-huh. Like the mama. <laughs> he don't even like his mom. I'm just saying, he don't but, like one of them. Uh, he said he grew up because um, Van was like, "Dude, Tom Hanks is your dad, like the biggest super movie star yeah. ever." He was like, "Yeah, but." If I were to go to my dad and be like, can I get $40? I'm about to go out with my friend. He'd be like, yeah, you just got to go wash my car first. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of the dad he was. And he was like, man, you know what my first car was? Like, all my friends is rolling up in the Mercedes and the BMW. And then here I come in a PT Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, his dad. And it was a used one. It was my dad's. Like, that's how. I feel it, though. They but, but made him. He said, I appreciate it now because it showed me. The value, value of a dollar. But his dad yeah. just taught him a value of a dollar, not... I'm talking about the kids that just don't want nothing from their dad and their dad trying to give it to them. I think the only thing that I would want to give my kid is opportunity. That's all you can give them. Like, I wouldn't want to give you money, but I would want to be able to say to my kid, okay, you want to be a ballerina? All right. I ain't going to give you no money, but I'm going to tell you to go to this ballerina studio and talk to this lady. And from there... It's on you. I'm just going to make the phone call and say, hey, my kid is on their way. But if you can't make it, you just can't make it. But I'm not giving you nothing. I'm just giving you an opportunity because when I think about my so life. Leading them in the right direction. Yeah, man. Like that's the most if that's the most valuable thing I've ever had in my life is when I knew which direction to go to. And somebody was like, when you get there, there's going to be somebody waiting for you. Like favor is is the most underrated gift that God has ever gave anybody. You know what I mean? Cause cause you can't put a price tag on favor. Right. Yeah. And it comes in all different shapes right. and sizes. Right. So that's what I'm saying. If I could give anything to my kid, I would be like, I'm gonna give you favor. I'm gonna give you opportunities. Now, after that is all on you. So that when you do make it, you can say, I made it on my own. You know what I mean? Because is whether it, I give you an is opportunity. It really, is it really making it your own with that favor? Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Relative to the favor. But you're you're never going to you're never going to get to a certain level of success if you don't put in hard work, no matter how much favor you have. Yeah, that's true. You know that. what I'm saying? That's why the Bible said faith without works is dead. You can have faith all day, but you ain't putting no work behind it. You might as well sit down and, and have a Coke. <laughs> all right. I concur. But I would love if my kid was like, I'm good. I know you would. I sure would. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might spoil my. I, I think I spoil my kids a lot. Hell yeah, she do. <laughs> Hell yeah, she do, dog. <laughs> I still pick out my kids' clothes. Oh jeez. <laughs> I had her stop doing you like, dude. Let, like, she got an, I told you we got an argument because she wouldn't let Nine pick out his clothes. It wasn't really an argument. He's being dramatic. It was like it, it but, was like, man, let the nigga pick out his own clothes. <laughs> like you tripping. I still pick like, out his clothes. But, like, what he picked out, it was, I'm like, dude, let the like let him be yeah. him. Like, let him be a man. Be a young boy. He in the sixth grade. He just goes and gets the clothes I picked out for him. No problem. That's funny. <laughs> now, I've, with, with Amaya, I've always been like, you have your own mind, so make your own decision on this. 
You know what I mean? Like I've always wanted her because I've, I've always thought of her as being a woman. And I was like, I don't want you ever to be subservient to any man. So I wanted to empower her at an early age to be able to make decisions on her own so that, you know what I mean? When she was like, this is what I want. I was like, okay, like that's what you want. Now it then became my job to help you live with the decisions that you make. So what if she picked something that you don't agree with? Like something too mature for her? Yeah, I mean, I'm still the parent. So, you know what I'm saying? It's my right at any moment when I feel like you going down the wrong path or going down a path that I'm uncomfortable with to say, I know I gave you free reign. But we ain't getting that. But but we need to pull that back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Go try again. But I, but I also feel like. Sorry, come again. <laughs> this This is one of the things that I. I, I enjoy about my child is that we've set boundaries early on mm-hmm. to where she know like, okay, this is the extent of which I can go and this is what not. You know what I mean? And she pushed those boundaries and then, like I said, it's up to me to just be like... I'm cool. I'm cool. The only person that I have trouble vetoing mm-hmm. is my mother because she will get my mother at times to do things that I'm uncomfortable with. And I, I still like that training is in me. So it's hard for me to buck up at my mom. I'd be like, mom, you tripping. She'd be like, I'm what? I'd be like, I mean, it's cool. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't bad. I, I think I, I'm going to have that fear in my kids too. <laughs> what I said, what you say? <laughs> Pops tripping. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> nigga be 83. Boy. Nigga, man. Yeah, I'm going to just respect his wishes. Just keep- my parents don't have that veto-ness over me and my kids. They know I'm like crazy. My mom likes buying the kids stuff. And, but she'll be like, I don't know. I need you to see it first because I know how you are with your kids stuff and everything. And my dad be like, I don't care. I'm just going to get in. She's like, don't do that because <laughs> it'll be in the garage if it does not go with what I have envisioned. <laughs> yeah, you like a, if we did an Elk, uh, Elk Grove Housewives, like you would be there. You'd be leading the crew too. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I feel like I am not that entertaining to watch. Tiff, you do everything except for lead the PTA. <laughs> I can't because Bella. Right. But it's like. <laughs> oh, but when she goes to school. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like we're going to have a bake sale. Like you look like you're that type of mom. Like I do like that kind of stuff, though. Like, oh, we got a we got a concert tonight. So when, OK, everybody's wearing the same clothes. Like, let's go. Okay. And they'd be like, oh, they're the perfect family. So when our oldest was in school. I was up there all the time when I was pregnant with, no, Chum was here. So I was, but Chum was a different kind of kid. Like he was super chill and would just sit in the stroller the whole time in the class and just let me just do my thing. But that other one, I was not able to do that. So I kind of like completely, once she was born, the whole super treats and birthday things and dressing up on Halloween to go surprise the kids at the school and all that stuff went out the window with her because I can't bring her with me. Yeah, you a real, you a real mom. Nine got it good though. Why you say that? 
he got all the good treats oh, yeah. and the good stuff and yeah. everything. And then it kind of tapered down to now where it's like. Hey, this generation different, dog. Like, he be like, Dad, can you come to my school and sit in class? You be like, Becky, you want me to? Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> going like, tomorrow <laughs> to go sit in the class with him. And he's like pumped. Because I talked to his teacher last week and I was like, yeah, so I want to be able to start coming in. And then today he was like, Mom, I thought you said you're going to start coming in the class with me. And I was like, I'm That's coming That's like tomorrow. nine being in the sixth grade. Like, you going to swing yeah. by my class and but, sit down? You be like, yeah. But the, it's a different. That's, it's just a different environment, bro. Yeah, it is. I ain't yeah. mad at it. It's just a different environment. But see, y'all, I mean, count yourself lucky. My kid don't like when I come. But but I know part of the reason she don't like when I come is because I, I come as doctor. Mm-hmm. And I be drilling them. I be levying out critique. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> be like, "All right, look, that ain't how you do it, man." Let me, let me. <laughs> not, not, not let me sit down. Let me. Let me. Teach let me. Let me teach can I have that? Right, yeah. I'm gonna say, can I have the chalk? Let me even have chalkboards anymore. So my kid be like, "Can you just be my dad and let the teacher let teach. the teacher <laughs> let the teacher job? teach?" And I be like, "But your teacher sucks." She be like, "I know, but." Can you not tell them that? <laughs> well, can you imagine if somebody came in your classroom and tried to tell you how to do your job? I get that. I wouldn't want somebody to do that and come in my class and tell me how to do my job. But I also understand that if somebody was an educator and they had a kid in my class and they saw how I was teaching, they didn't agree with it. Like, I understand that natural urge to just be like what you're doing is not working for the kids in this class. Cause, cause when you're an educator, you can see if the person who's leading the class is actually being effective or not. But do you think you can handle that constructive criticism? No. Yeah. He would not what if they told that. you that they, 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 they don't, criticism. they don't think you're doing it right, but they don't, they be like, I just know you're not connecting, but I don't have anything to follow it up with. Oh, and in, in that situation, you're gonna have to come no, with I, a whole spreadsheet as to what he can do different. I, I would I would ask questions. I would just be like, "What part of what I was doing made you uncomfortable?" And then from there, oh sorry. And then from there, we would make a decision on whether or not, or there I would make a decision on whether or not to change or not. But when it comes to when it comes to my profession, I invite critique. I rather you give me critique than praise. Because I, I, hey, that's me. I'm a perfectionist oh, in terms of like, what? give me, give me what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, I don't need to hear what I'm doing right. Just tell uh, me what I'm doing wrong. Like I say that to my boss. Like my boss come in and he be like, start. I be like, bro, I, I know what I do good. Like I don't need you to tell me what I do good right Sometimes now. Sometimes I want to know what I'm doing bad. I just need to know what I'm doing bad. I need to know what I'm doing bad to see if you catching the bad that I could tend right. Like, like if you like Nelly, like. <laughs> Number one, you come to work on time, like, check, you right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, two, you're not engaging with your employees. You need to give more meetings. Okay, you right, you right, you right. I'm like, okay, he, yeah. he really paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I ain't mad at that. Like, I agree 100% with every negative that you said. I have nothing to say. Yeah. Don't come in here critiquing my job. That get on my nerves when Brandon be doing that. I love that. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I told her we just had a talk when we was riding bikes. I was like. Cause um you know I, I I didn't go to work myself. I was like man I'm staying home. I'm not going to work today. I'm gonna work from home. And while I'm doing it, when I'm there, she sleep. Well, like, let me. 
<laughs> whenever he is home, it completely throws n- off throws off my whole yeah. day. Like n- our day does not go like the schedule goes out the window whenever he's home. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So look, so I, I come, I wake up, she sleep, fell asleep. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know. She says she do school with her every day. It's nine o'clock. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing though. I'm cool. <laughs> and then we come down here, she just wake up. So now it's like around like ten forty five, eleven. We watching TV. She nodding back off. My daughter like, Can I get your phone? I'm like <laughs> She like, here go. Just go upstairs. I'm like, Okay, so she giving her the phone, like and go upstairs, but we don't we don't play with the phones during the week. Like Monday through Thursday, like that's a rule in the house. No phone for the kids, no right. TV till seven o'clock. So I'm like, okay, okay. And Bella like, oh, can I go watch TV? Tiff like, I don't care, just go upstairs. I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. I ain't gonna say. She's like, can I get something to eat? She's like, ask your daddy. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm on, I'm off today. Like you know what I'm saying, like I'm chilling. Like I ain't at work. Like don't you? What, what, what normally do you do? Like let me see you at work. And then um, when we was riding bikes, I, I I didn't say nothing, but I had I was like, you know what? I apologize because you know, I said earlier I was thinking like, damn, you don't be doing nothing you say you do around the house, but here I am on vacation, like. I'm I'm working from home, so my goal is to not do too much. I'm chilling. It's like a vacation day, and then I was, I had to realize that today was her vacation day because I'm home. <laughs> so it's like me, like like you know what I'm saying, like how I planned on not doing nothing at work. So now that I'm home, her schedule throwing off, and it's a V day for her. Now it's like ask your dad. So I had to like some way yeah, put yeah, myself okay. in her her shoes and. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Respect her V Day. Like, I I I would I would say a lot of what you just said resonated with me because I have that same issue at home. Mm-hmm. Because I'm up six every morning, Sunday through Sunday. Yeah. And so sometimes I'd be in the house and it'd be like eight, nine, <laughs> ten. And I'd be in my head like, how long is these Negroes going to sleep in? Going to sleep. You know what I mean? And and I used to, when I was young, I used to get mad because I'd be like, nigga, you ain't did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> all, all day. Like, what do you, what do you, like, what do you, you be? Like, no ABCs. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I, I just realized you, you, you fighting the uphill battle with that one. Man, my days be booked nah, and just, busy. And I just like, man, I just, I just told her I got respect. Like, when you see me here, it's like, cool. I basically hand off, take the baton, and let me chill since I'm a stay-home mom. I really and, don't get no days off. And no days off. You know, I just realized, like, earlier this year that that's a real job, being a stay-home <laughs> mom. Prior to that, I'm like, come on, nigga. You got, you got the dream job. I don't want to hear that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now that I recognize it, I, I can respect it more. And I was like, let me get her her V Day, take a nap. I'll take the wheel. Yeah, I definitely I definitely respect it. And and I respect I respect stay at home moms and I respect moms that like get up and go to work 
and still come home and still come home Peace. and stay at home be a stay at home mom. And, and be a stay at home mom <laughs> single parent mom like that's a no, you know I mean? they can be married. But, but I'm just, just saying, like, I, I feel like I, the responsibilities is, are still going to be expected from a working mom and a stay-at-home mom. Yes, they the same. They the same. You still going to come home. You still going to expect to have dinner. You still going to expect the house to be clean. You still got to get the kids together. Except for yeah. now, I'm just leaving the house and working. A stay-at-home mom. Ooh, that's double duty. No, I'm saying I get that. But a single-parent mom full-time? <laughs> Now, I salute y'all. For me personally, like I, I'll, I'll take on additional responsibilities just for minds to go to work. I will too. Like I, I like if you was like you got to cook dinner four out of seven nights a week, I'd be like, get I, it. I'd be like, I'll do that. Every tech say no more. Yeah, you go to work. Okay. Extra bread. Yeah, like because I ain't mad for no extra. Yeah, bread. for me, it's it's just there's a value for me in like. Being able to have a life separate from me, and like I feel like there's a certain amount of balance there for Nicole for her to have that outside world, yeah. Because otherwise, it's like your, your life revolves around this house. So early on, I was like, I need you to like go have make work friends, go get work problems, come home, <laughs> come home and talk to me. <laughs> About things that I don't know anything about. Stay-at-home moms are not for everybody. Some people need that, what you're saying. Right. But some people, I'm cool with it. I wish I could be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> I wish I could be a stay-at-home dad, too. But I know myself, I'd start. I'd be working. I'd be doing something. Man, I'd be at the gym. If I was a stay-at-home dad, <laughs> you'd be to come home. I'd built the neighbor a new deck. would be like... <laughs> Like, what is you doing? I wasn't doing nothing. The neighbor needed a deck, so I just, when he came over, I just built him one. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. He'd be like, why are you up? He complimented my deck, so I decided to build him one. He'd be waking up like, why are you up at five in the morning? Oh, I got to get up early. I'm doing a project for Bob. You know? <laughs> got to repaint Bob's old house. Like, nigga, just go get you a real job, daddy, because you making up projects. How old were y'all when y'all started waking yourself up for school? Yeah, ever since I can remember. Well, I want to say it was at least elementary school. Yeah, definitely elementary. Really? Yeah, it was like, I want to say, you know what? My mom got me a lot. It was like third grade. Third grade? My, my mom got me one of them alarm clocks with the bell because she mm -hmm. was like, I'm tired of waking you up. You need to learn how to set this clock and wake yourself up. Oh, and man. she got me the one with the bell that go that hit it. Yeah, the old Hella loud. And I used to jump up like the first like two weeks <laughs> scared <laughs> hell yeah i messed the hell aloud man and then like from there from that point on it's like third grade what nine's yeah. in the sixth grade and and she said if you don't she was like one of them like if you don't fall asleep if you want to I'm my daughter is in the 10th we just stopped last year that's what i'm saying so i still wake up my kids up i wake um, nine so my up mama first gave me adult decisions we talked about last to week. Go, <laughs> I wake him up before everybody else so he can go walk the dog in the morning. And then he come back in. And then my next alarm goes off to wake up everybody else. And then my next alarm go off so that I can get up. Because I wake them up and then I go back. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you all the most hey, amazing hold on. thing. I just thought about something. It's probably why I develop bad habits when it comes to like waking up. Waking up and setting my alarm clock close, so close to like. 
Give myself five minutes to get up and get ready, brush my teeth, do all that. Junk. Why did that give you? Why? I've been doing that since the third grade. No. Oh, really? Because you were yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody touched me the right you way. Yeah, like my kids are gonna have a, a routine of being up damn near an hour before they yeah. gotta do what they gotta do because they mom woke them up before yeah. it was a turn they, to teach they them wake how up to. At, everybody's up by seven thirty and they're out the house by eight. 20 so exactly they, so that i'm yeah. saying they got time to i give them enough time everything. to get up eat breakfast so that's gonna dressed. be their routine before they have to have a routine mm. mine my mom was probably so waking me up late soon. yeah my mom was waking me up too late she's like here nigga like lauren clock this is how you work it you're supposed to be out by this time yeah, you better not be late like you know what i'm saying you better not be late so i'm like Shh. Like if I gotta get up at this that's time, not really for a third grader to figure out. Let me out. see how this that's the adult decisions that they're talking yeah. about in the book. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, let me that see. That makes sense. So now I don't feel so bad waking up. If, I got, my kids if the still. bus come at nah, eight, I can I, be there at six I mean, seven. I used to feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I took pride in being able to wake my, my kid up. Like, it was just fun to be able to. It's cool for me. Plus, because I'm already up anyway, so I'd just be like, hey. I don't know. It's, it's cool for me because I am a stay at home mom, and I feel like that's part of you know what i'm saying my duty so i still wake them up i still make their lunches for them like all that you know what it probably gets you like society or like other people that can't or aren't in a position to do what you do make right. you probably feel like you're doing too much for your kids right like you got them little niggas spoiled man you waking up having breakfast ready for them and doing this and doing that like man me personally i'll be like man do raise your kids how you want to raise you. And don't let nobody make. But Chum getting like, kind of fancy, starting to ask for hot breakfast in the morning, and I, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, now. I ain't part of the plan. <laughs> I was. Uh, you go your waffles. You can make yourself <laughs> or some cereal. Now you talking about you want some eggs. <laughs> when I got back from uh, Arizona, <laughs> I had the house sit for my mom, and so I fell asleep one night like eleven. Mm. Woke up at two in the morning, couldn't sleep. Started reading, grading papers and shit. Four o'clock in the morning, I hear an alarm go off. I'm like, who the hell got an alarm going off at four? Four in the morning. Mm. It's my nieces, bro. Mm. My auntie came and picked them up at 530. Every day? Yes. Wow. Like, niggas ain't got to be to school till like 730. My mm. auntie was at the door at 530. Wow. I was so impressed with my nieces because I'm like, when I was y'all age, I wouldn't have been able to set an alarm for four in the morning, get up and be ready for my auntie at five thirty. Why they get up so early? Where they going? So my I guess my auntie I don't know, man. My auntie just told him like, I'll give y'all a ride to school, but I'll be there at five thirty to pick y'all up. What they did from five thirty to seven thirty, <laughs> I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I literally have no idea. But nigga they was doing that every morning. I would have told my auntie like I'm cool, I catch the cheese. I'm good. Yeah. Or if it was like I had to get a ride, she was gonna have to come in at five thirty to wake me up, which means I wasn't getting out the house till five forty five. Yeah, like they was up at four in the morning. I was so impressed. I that's was like so early. Man, that's what time they go to bed? They go to bed like at twelve. Oh man, that's not enough sleep. I was uh. like, You little niggas. But I do <laughs> believe in naps. <laughs> Well, I don't want people to think I just wake up early and go and to bed the, late. Uh, no, I take a nap daily. I'm not really. I really don't. If I take a nap, it's a wrap. 
I believe in naps. I don't really don't take naps. I set alarms on my clock. I'll be like, I'm gonna take this hour and a half. Hey, you know what I do? I stay up. I stay up like past my bedtime, like three or four times out of week, and then I crash one day, and then the cycle continues. Like Mm -hmm. I started yelling at the kids, like, "Man, get up, go, 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 go!" We need a nap. That's what I say. And then I get that, and then I'm like, "You right? <laughs> Let me just, I'm going to bed at eight o'clock. You know, I'm in the bed, and I wake up cool, and then the cycle I'm a continues. night owl too, so I don't require as much sleep as he does, because I can just go to bed. I go to bed probably like one, two every night. Yeah. Then I'm up at seven. I'm between twelve and one every night. Up at six, six thirty, but like I'll get. I usually try to wait till my kid get home. And then once she come in the house, take a nap. I'll be like, all right, I'll be up in like an hour and a half. And I take a nap, right? And then I usually get up like, you know, 20, 30 minutes for her mama to get home. I do that every day, bro. And then it's like, but it's cool because like then her mama come in the house at six and she in the bed by 630. So when is, when is the good Who's time? in the bed by 630? Nicole. To go to, for the night? Yeah, she be like. Wow. Pajamas, <laughs> robe. A lot of she sleep. might she might get up at like nine and be like, Y'all hungry? All right, I'll cook dinner now. But nigga, she be in pajamas, jammies nigga early. Dang. Hey, so when when is the time for y'all to make the transition to like have them start taking responsibility? High do you got it in your mind or do you just feel know, like just I'm feel gonna rock like... it out? <laughs> Middle school, high school. When I'm ready. I mean. When the line draw between spoiling your little kid and like teaching responsibilities too late. Middle school, high school. Mm. I did it when my daughter was 13. So it's like, to me, that was the perfect age. 13, start, start winging them. Because I kind of feel like before that, like their bodies aren't even able to respond to an alarm clock. Because at, at, thir- at, at middle school, high school, you're on a countdown. So it's like, I need to teach you how to do independent things because once you get to college, if you go away to college, if you don't know how to do these things, mm, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't be, yeah, you can't be late to class because you, your mom ain't here to wake you up. Or woo, woo, right. right. So it's like, okay, you in the ninth grade, I'm going to give you some, you in the 10th grade. So that by the time it's in the twelfth grade, twelfth grade, I I shouldn't even have to. Yeah, you should be on Especially autopilot. Especially when they like start driving and everything like that, right. you gotta like clip the wings a little bit. So my little kid by is little on, every year is on autopilot right now. Like, like I see you. All right. You know what I mean? Like if I sleep in too long, she'll be like, "Hey, I'm gone." I'll be like, "What time is it?" She'd be like, "Yeah, and I've been." There. I'll be like, "Yep, autopilot. I love it." I mean, but my kids are responsible, though. Well, the oldest one, because if I have somewhere to go in the morning where I'm not here to send them off, he know. All right. It's 820. Let's go. Like, let's start. And they're out the house, like never late to school and stuff. So he gets it. You know what I'm saying? It's just that. But he can be asleep with his alarm going off in his ear, right by his ear Mm. and not even flinch. (laughs) Part as a comfort, though. Like, you ever notice that? What? Like, when you comfortable because you know... Somebody else is going to do it? Yeah. Yeah, Then you can sleep through certain things. That does make sense. But then on the same hand, you can set your alarm and be nervous you ain't going to wake up for it. Uh, And the slightest little, you be like, 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody be like, how'd you sleep last night? Terrible. I did it. <laughs> I thought I was going to miss my alarm. I was, <laughs> I was uber ready for this alarm, man. Yeah, anticipating it. Yeah, so. That makes sense. Anyway. Let the kids be kids, man. Really matter it. Because they grow up so fast anyway. I could dig that. Well, it looks like the end of this podcast. I guess so. That was your signal. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> uh, I thought you you know we don't it. we don't need signals. You can just say, "All right, yeah, that's it." All right, that's a wrap. Time to call it, call it night, fellas. All right. All right, it's your boy Priest D. This Doctor IJ. I'm not saying my name. All right, and it's Tiff and it's two dudes and shit. <laughs> all right, peace. I mean, it's so much easier to just say Tiff, but you know, all right. I'm not gonna argue this week.